0: Trap hey
1: Everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roast podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We have a great, great show. Uh, today I got the monkey god, Jared Brooks as well as Max Payne Griffin. It's just me. Greg Wilson had some uh, issues, so he couldn't make it today. It's to be me and Greg, but Greg, uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week. Uh, I want to thank Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal in California, and there is no reason that you should have to leave your house to get it. Go to speedweed.com, at Speedweed. Okay, they have marijuana edibles. They have CBD oil. They have uh, THC sex lube. They have all kinds of stuff, and uh, just mentioned MMA Roasted. You get $10 off orders of $100 or more. So check them out, speedweed.com. Follow them at Speedweed. And let's talk to the great Max Griffin right now. Yeah. Yo, Max Payne Griffin.
2: What's up, man?
1: How are you? I'm talking to you. I got my baby strapped to my chest. Uh, we, you, you are,
0: <laughs> nice.
1: You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, it's just me and you, man, today. How are you, man? I'm good, man. You got uh, you got screwed, bro.
0: In the weird kind of place for a couple of days.
1: Yeah, I don't understand.
0: But, uh, I feel good, man.
1: I don't know. Uh, when did you get back from uh, Brazil?
0: I got back yesterday or Monday night. So. Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday night you got back. So, so you, you did you have at least have like a, a day or two you could actually have fun in Brazil?
0: Yeah, I mean we we enjoyed ourselves before we went out there on that Monday. Um, but yeah, we explored We're at the beach, different places, different restaurants. Um, it was fun, man.
1: Now talk to me. So, first round, you're beating this guy up. Tiago Alves, you're just, you're hitting him, he, you're dropping him, What you dropped him what, twice, three times, first round?
0: Yeah, a couple times, yeah.
1: Now you think that should have been a 10-8 round?
0: I mean, it could have been, but even if it wasn't. Just for the sake of argument, say it wasn't, you know, 10-9. Uh, next round, he comes back. I, you know, I, I get away from the jab. Um, bring him back in the fight. But if you look at the fight metric, um, he landed 48 shots. Once I landed 47. and I had like 89% accuracy.
1: Yeah, second round was yeah, close. Like 60. It was super close. So
0: even if he won that round, it wasn't that... You know, I was moving around more, I was backing up more, um, but I still landed the same amount of strikes.
1: Now, were you surprised he was able to kind of take your punches?
0: Yeah, he started hurting my hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? My hands are mushed right now. His head, his head was so hard. You know what I mean?
1: But then that third round, oh, you, yeah. you got the takedown. You were beating him up. Where does he win the third round?
0: And then I got I got actually almost three takedowns. So I took him down again, and I had two passes. He's on the ground for three minutes and 17 seconds.
1: Yeah. So where does he win the round? Like, how could they possibly? Who gives? How does he win the third round? Uh, uh, like for argu- for argument's sake, <laughs> uh, how does he win that third round?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: I mean, like like I said, having R. Kelly, and I
0: outstruck him, and I outstruck him. Um, yeah, in that round as well.
1: Like I said, having R. Kelly host the Teen Choice Awards, is a better decision than that. It was bullshit. It was complete bullshit. Yeah. But I mean, do you think? Yeah, the, do you think the UFC knows that was bullshit? You think Dana and Sean Shelby and these guys know that you really um, won that I talk fight? I to Sean. I talk to Sean. I talk to
0: Mick. Um, they, you know, they agree with me. You know, they agree with everybody else. You know, they they thought I won. Um, I mean, like all the employees, the announcers, um, I spoke to everyone, the employees backstage, um, everything online, all the charts, all the all the websites, their scores, everybody, you know, it's just uh, so they know I win. But for me, for me, it's more about the bonus or my win bonus, you know, my win money, you know, um, and even maybe Friday night bonus. But we didn't get fight of the night. We would have, but they didn't award one, which they always award one. Um, but so, I mean that. But that's whatever. But at least my win money. I, I fight for a living. Like it's not, you know, I I can't fight somewhere where you win, and then like you don't win. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like I I don't know, man. So I'm not fighting out there again. Um. I really just want to fight again soon, man. I'm in fight shape. I'm not hurt at all. My only injury is like my collarbone from just hitting him so many times with my right hand. It's like it's like tension on my chest, like just from that impact.
1: Now it did um, it did it, it, it did appear and, it, it did appear you were a little tired um, in the second. Were you tired in the second round?
0: I was catching some shots, you know. I was trying to recover. <laughs> you know, we landed a lot of shots at each other on that fight, in that round. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I don't know.
1: Man, I was bullshit, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. I, I felt bad. I was like, you won that fight. You won that. You can't tell me. The only thing that, like, you could say is that it wasn't, like, the judging in MMA is so bad that that wasn't the worst decision I've ever seen. And that's a problem, you yeah. know what I'm saying, like as bad as you got screwed, yeah. I've seen guys get screwed a lot worse, but that, that that shouldn't take away from you getting screwed, but it's just like, yeah, he got screwed, but you're almost expected now in mMA and, yeah. that, and that, that that's a yeah, big but problem. I thought it
0: was so clear for me for me, like it was so clear that I won it's probably off like that when when it's tied up, you got to go in the third round. And then if you get taken down two, three times you're someone's on top of you, you lost that fight. Yeah. You you know, you did, you know, when it's that close, um, even if it was neck and neck, I mean, you, if someone takes you down a few times and you're just getting, (laughs) just getting dominated, like you, you know, you know, you lost that fight straight up. That's,
1: I completely That's agree.
0: Sometimes,
1: you I know? I completely and, agree. Uh, I completely agree. Maybe
0: not. Fuck, <laughs> maybe
1: not. No, yeah, you're right. No, I don't know, man. Yeah, I agree. But
0: what I do not know, um, I'm just gonna have to finish everyone I fight. That's just how it's gonna have to be. But,
1: <sighs> yeah, but you're you know, not. I mean, whatever. yeah, but I mean, and you it have. not in Brazil. But you have good punching power. But you don't have like. You're not Anthony Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Like that could fuck you up, yeah. in the, that could fuck you up in the long run. Trying to finish every fight because uh, there's times like like Aaron Pico, you know, you shouldn't have to have to finish every fight. You know, if you if you don't have like devastating, I mean, you have great power. Don't get me wrong, you're an amazing fighter, you're one of the best in the world. But if that's not your style and you beat someone up the whole fight, they shouldn't take that from you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you. you- you should win. Right. <laughs> you should win the fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if you win a fight, I mean, you, I mean, you could look at the control, the takedowns, the first round. And, and like I said, even I, I posted a thing yesterday from the UFC stats, all the stats. And I outstruck them in the third round. Yeah. I landed more punches. And I took them down twice. And it's, you can't say that person didn't win that round, like no matter who it was. It's just, it's, it's impossible, it's, you know. Wait, wait. For me, it's about to win money, you know what I mean? Like, I won. Yeah, I got another L, which is more shit. And like I said, making and, and Sean, they all know, they agree. Reed, everyone says, so, yeah, no, you won, man. Everyone. So, But, I mean, you know, I know I did what I did. We were both in the fight, me and Thiago. Much respect, I talked to him, you know, they, you know he, they didn't think they won. Him and Mike Brown, we talked to him after, they, they didn't think they did enough to win the fight. You know, he's like, that's yeah. it. But, but, but that doesn't make me feel any better. You know, I feel good that I, I came out pretty much unscathed and fought my, you know, one of my idols, you know.
1: But, it's, um, but is, is, it, is it primarily sure. the mon-
0: I'm always critical of myself.
1: Now, what know? do you think you could have done a little differently?
0: Yeah, I should have just finished him in the third man um, when I had control of him for that time. I should have just, you know, three more strikes. Um, especially if I wasn't gonna win. I mean, I mean that, you know, that's that, you know, that's here, here and or there because it's, you know should have, would have, could have. But I felt like I clearly wasn't have a fight. Um, I think so now too. I'm just gonna have to. Like I said, fight somewhere where the judges award, you know, by what happens in the rounds. Um, I have to at least fight somewhere like that, with some kind of accountability.
1: Yeah, that's um, that's rough.
0: Otherwise, man, I can't wait to get out again. I told Sean and Nick that I want to fight like next month. I'm not harmed at all. I'm in fight shape. I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah, but don't rush it. If, if like because of a bad decision, you know what I'm saying? I've seen people do that before where something, they get fucked over so they kind of try to make up for it and then they get completely fucking screwed. Like, you know, like like Bing was so embarrassed by losing the GSP, I think he was like, I'm going to fight Kelvin and, you know, on a week notice and then gets knocked out by Kelvin. So let your body recover, you know, don't, if it's not just because of the bad yeah, decision. Yeah but, yeah,
0: but what I'm saying is like, like, I don't want to fight, like, one more time this year. Like, I don't want to fight, like, again right now.
1: Right. Well, I'm not going to fight you, you know. But, yeah.
0: I'm in shape. I'm in shape. I'm not damaged at all. Like I said, my only damage, I just have a short shoulder. No, no stitches, no, no marks on my face, no marks on my legs. Like, I've never came out of a fight, like, this clean, you know. Did he hurt
1: yeah. you at all? Did he rock you at all during the fight?
0: It wasn't like a whoa kind of rock, you know? It more made me fatigue in the second, you know, getting hit like that. It wasn't like I was stumbled, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't really hit that hard, honestly. Um, that's why I didn't check a lot of those kicks. I, I, at first, I was, you know, expecting like a like a tripling kick, but they were just, you know, I I felt like I, I'd be better off just sticking him when he kicked me instead of um, checking him you know. Right. It wasn't that bad.
1: Now, did you bring your girl with you to Brazil? Huh? Did, did you bring your lady with you to Brazil, your uh, girlfriend? I or did. Is, did she make it? I you, did. Now, that night, did she, like, I know you're in a bad mood. You get back to the hotel. You're like, those fucking judges, this is bullshit. Does she just lie you down, tell you to shut up, and, like, just ride you, or, or no? <laughs>
0: I don't remember, um, she had, she did do that out there, but I don't remember which day it was.
1: Oh, um, it was, so it was, like, before the fight, and wait, not after? After she was, like, you're a loser, and went back with him? I mean, come on, it was... <laughs> I mean, it was
0: all good man
1: uh, okay now like are, now after the fight are you are you in a bad mood are you like not talking to anybody are you pouting or are you just like ah fuck it that was bullshit my, my baby wants to know. Nah, too no I
0: was I was um uh, I was good this fight it wasn't like I lost you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different if you like really lose um you know I felt bad for my teammate Anthony lost his debut um uh, I felt bad for him but for me um you know, I did what I had to do, you know. And I felt successful even though the judge did me. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is, you know. Like I said, like, I know what happened. You know, I feel like I did win. Like, I know I beat him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, man to man, like, me and him fought and we were together and that's how it turned out. Like, yeah. I got him. So I, felt, I felt the I'm same gonna way. I'm not going to let a judge kind of ruin my... How I felt about my performance. I felt the same I way. It, it grow and do more of the first. You know, I have yeah, a lot of shit. I'm so critical of myself.
1: I thought it was you complete know, I bullshit. Made that
0: second round like that first round, and then it would have been that. So you, you, I, you know, I just gotta learn, and I'm learning. And um, I'm really looking forward to going back out there.
1: Now, two guys in your weight class are fighting for the title: I, uh, Tyron Woodley versus. Usman, who do you think wins that fight?
0: Man, I think uh, Woodley, man. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking Woodley because I think Usman's uh, gonna wrestle him, try to wrestle him in that. But Woodley has really good wrestling defense too. Woodley's proven his wrestling that he can keep it up, so he can strike, you know. I think it's going to end up being like a striking battle.
1: What about Askren versus Robbie Lawler?
0: Askren versus... (laughs) Man, they did her. I understand how they did her like that. Um, It's business. It sucks, but it's business. You know what I mean? No,
1: no, no. I'm saying Ben Askren versus Robbie Lawler.
0: Oh, I thought
1: you said Aspen. Oh no, Aspen Lad. Yeah, yeah, she got fucked over too. But I thought about No, no, no. Ben Askren versus Robbie Lawler.
0: Oh no, I think uh Robbie Lawler. Really? I think he has decent enough. We'll see if he can keep it standing. If not, then it's not gonna go in. It's not gonna go well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about this week? Uh, Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. I'm going for
0: my boy Kelvin.
1: Yeah, I mean going yeah. I mean it's it's good, I just
0: it's a good fight, but I'm going for my man Kelvin, man.
1: Have you, have you ever have you ever trained with Kelvin?
0: No, I uh, I don't know him though. I know him though. We messed with each other in uh, off online and we were at the retreat, you know, he's good people,
1: Were you at the retreat when Mike Perry yeah. was like wanted to fight people? What's that? Were you there when Mike Perry was like starting shit with people at at that retreat?
0: Uh, yeah, they they they, they blow that out of proportion though, you
1: know. Yeah. They
0: blow that kind of stuff out
1: of proportion. Yeah, and you like
0: I owe him a little.
1: Smack. I don't understand how like he's still like everyone just likes him, but he he, he like keeps losing. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you were the guy. I mean, you, you really exposed him. Although his fight against Matt Brown, I hope Matt Brown wins, but I'm worried about Matt Brown for that fight.
0: Is he fighting Matt Brown?
1: That's what they're saying. They're saying that that's going to happen. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, he blocked me. I can't see none of his stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Perry blocked you on Twitter? Why?
0: ain't on uh, Instagram. Why? Because he was talking shit. He was talking shit about my mom. And I sent him a bunch of pictures of him bleeding. <laughs> and uh, then he blocked me. So Don't... I got a smack of my own. My backhand slap.
1: Yeah, your mom. Why are you talking shit about your mom? What does your mom have to do with this? It's ridiculous. He was
0: having some. Um, he, he has those nails. He has those like cracked nails. His nails are so long and nasty yeah his fingernails they're like they're like an inch and a half in, inch and three quarters long, like they're just nasty, and I tell- i you know he actually cut my nose, so in me and his fight, the only damage I had was him slicing open my nose with his fingernails,
1: oh my God, so
0: I have a scar on my nose from that, so I give him shit every once in a while like hey, you need to cut your nails. do you want? you know. Just back and forth shit, you know. Yeah. And then one day he got really upset about it. You know, he said my mom likes my name, her nail, his nails or something. I'm like, what?
1: I'm fucking. Yeah, that's over the line. I'm fucking
0: smack you in the face. Did you can say any anything, anything, anything else?
1: I don't think and your mom would like it. Males. I don't think your mom well, would yeah, like I'm his nails smack at all. Him when I see him. Yeah, fuck that. Your mom would not like I really his Really,
0: I'm gonna smack him when I see him. Though. I really am. Just so he knows, which you hope you're listening. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I'm going out to Orlando in a couple of weeks. Damn, what for? I'm going to his gym, to, to his gym to go train with some of the Fusion XL guys.
1: Wow, you're going to his gym.
0: Trash, his coach Julian Williams. Um, so yeah, I'll be at his gym <laughs> uh, the eighteenth through like the twenty third, the twenty second. Can you,
1: can you make sure someone films you this? Make sure someone puts this on like on a cell phone recorder. Someone, someone, you know, on 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 a camera, because I w- want to see this uh, part two, you versus Mike Perry. <laughs>
0: I'm going, dog. I already got my tickets and shit.
1: Damn. Did you, you watch my any that? I'm uh, going for
0: work. So I'll be out
1: there. You watch any of the uh, bare knuckle boxing?
0: I do watch it. Um. I saw that dude though uh, the main event. I know that dude Julian from The Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And he he, got, he fought that little Garcia dude, man. Right.
1: That was a great fight, man. That was a great fight. Let fucking yeah. Garcia put it on him. I mean, he 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 dropped Leonard in the first round, but then Leonard just came back and just destroyed him.
0: Yeah. No, he was exciting, man.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's so dangerous. I I would never do that. I mean, I would never do any of that. Would you ever think about doing bare knuckle boxing? I don't
0: know. I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't know. i parents have been in the UFC for a long time, so no.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anderson Silva versus Israel. Sirenite. Uh,
0: Israel is the truth, man. Um Israel's the truth
1: yeah I really wasn't on that oh. I, I like wasn't on board until I saw him just destroy Derek Brunson and Brad Tava- yeah, and- me, yeah
0: I was on board but not on that like you know <laughs> after the Brunson thing I was like yeah this dude's a no joke
1: yeah I mean I hope Anderson Silva wins but I don't know about this one
0: yeah me too yeah but Even out a while, you know.
1: But yeah, this one's—he
0: hasn't been the same since he got that broken leg, man.
1: Yeah, well, he kept pop, testing positive for like what he says were like dick pills or something, you know. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't understand these guys need dick pills so much. I mean, I mean, what's going on here? Like, I, I've never needed a dick pill in my life, you know. <laughs> That's why
0: you got the baby on your chest, right. right? I just don't.
1: I mean, your wife, your wife rubs you a couple ways, and all of a sudden you got a boner. I mean, it's just like if you got to think of someone else, think of someone else. I, not that I do, but the fuck, what's what's wrong with these guys? It's fucking lazy.
0: I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's it's lazy. You, now, you think Anthony Smith has got a shot against John Jones?
0: Alec, Johnson, a- what's his
1: name? Uh, Anthony Lionheart Smith.
0: Yeah. I think he has better than a 1 to 13 chance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might put to my...
0: bet on that. <laughs> <Me> too.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I hope right. he wins. That's true, the
0: 113. Yeah, 13 to 1. Yep.
1: That's
0: crazy. I want to bet on that for sure. Um,
1: I mean, I think I yeah. think Jones might get he might want to prove a point and do some crazy shit and then get caught.
0: You know, Anthony, um you know, yeah. he's good, man. He's real good. He's real sharp. He's real like uh like basic but like like deliberate, you know? Like he's not too flashy, you know, he's kinda like Stipe. <laughs> like you'll just
1: I don't know, man. Like nothing he's great, good. but everything good.
0: Yeah, everything is like Good enough to win in any way, you know. Yeah, I would You're love for him to win. You
1: know, He's a nice guy too, and like yourself, he's 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 half black. So don't you got you have to root for him, right? I mean, don't you have like a? Is he? Yeah, he's half black. Is he? Yep,
0: my brother. <laughs>
1: I mean, right? There you go. There you go, right?
0: <laughs> All right. See, you got some more points. And
1: shit. Yeah, there you know, if, if he's ha- there's a, a lot of guys that are half black in the UFC. Uh, you, Anthony Smith, John Dodson is half black, half Filipino. Uh, who else? I, I think Robbie Lawler looks like he's half black. I don't know if he is, but. He looks like it (laughs) (laughs) He looks like he's half something Uh, I'm not sure what he is Uh, Who else? Uh, Ben Henderson I think is black and Korean, right? Uh, Ben Henderson I don't know Um, I don't know know
0: there's a lot of us (laughs) I I, I mean that's four (laughs) Like
1: 500 of (laughs) us That's four Uh, Who else is half black? There's, There's gotta be more I don't know, but well, listen, buddy. Uh, you got screwed, man. You got screwed, Max. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, but you got you got you got everything going for you. You're in the UFC. You got a hot wife or hot? Fi- is, it, is she a wife or fiance or a girlfriend? What is she?
0: She's girlfriend.
1: You got a hot girlfriend. She'll get there. You got a you got a nice kid. You have a kid, right? Yeah. How old's your kid now?
0: He's seven.
1: He's seven. Did he thought? Did he think you won? Yeah, he did. There you go. You're a good guy. He's a cheater. You live in Sacramento. You got everything going for you. All right?
0: When are you coming back out of here, man?
1: Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. You'll be the first to know. I promise. I promise. I promise. Right. promise. Well, listen. Keep your head up, man.
0: For sure, man.
1: Max Payne Griffin. You're the best. And I'll talk to you soon.
0: Yes, sir, man. Peace out, brother.
1: Where can people find you on social media?
0: Find me out, Max Payne MMA, M-A-X-P-A-I-N MMA, cool. Twitter, Instagram mainly, holler at me.
1: We definitely do it. Thanks a lot, man. T- t- talk to you soon.
0: All right, man. Bye. Yeah, bro.
1: Peace. All right. That was Max Payne Griffin. Uh, I like that guy. It's a good dude. I thought he won. He, I, I know he won. I mean, I, what's, it's just bullshit, man. I can't deal with this, this nonsense, you know? It's like... You you, you want to fight? You want to fight? It's fucking judges, man. But of course, it was like the judges in, you know, Brazil against a Brazilian fighter. It's just that's not right. It's not right. I tell you, yeah, the, the guy, the guy won. You can't. I I can't see how he how he didn't win. I I know people love Thiago Alves, and Tiago Alves is a great fighter, a great champion. Nothing but love for Tiago Alves. But Max Payne Griffin won that fight. Um, I'll, I'll watch it again and I'll have the same opinion. He won the first, maybe even a 10-8 in the first, and he won the third, you know? Anyway, we're calling Jared Brooks the monkey god right now, the monkey god, good dude. Like this guy. What's up, people? Sexual performance issues, they're way more common than you think. Yes, it's all over the place. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. of men by the age of 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. Even the world's greatest actor can't fake one. Who's the world's greatest actor? De Niro, Pacino? They can't fake an erection. And why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing? Well, they can turn instead to medicine and science. Go to Forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, ED can be optional. Because HIMSS connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat ED. Yeah, there's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits, no lines. You could save hours by going to 4himss.com. is so easy. Answer a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for confidential review. The products are shipped directly to your door. It's hard made easy. Say hello to your little friend. Try HIMSS for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Just go to slash MMA ed. That's F O R H I M S dot slash MMA ed. For slash MMA ed. What's up, people? Most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use, but not Battle Box. It's the monthly subscription box for men, full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, and outdoor enthusiasts. Yeah, Battle Box is your monthly subscription for hand picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. Battle Box introduces you to the best products, new gear, and innovative companies at a much lower cost than if you were to buy them individually. Plus, who doesn't like to get a package full of mystery adventure gear? I know I do. I love that stuff. So, Go to trybattlebox.com slash MMA Roasted and pick the box you want. They started just $25 per month. Plus, they released a video for each new box so you can see what's coming and how to use it. They shipped over half a million boxes and they've won Best Men's Subscription Box of 2017. Yeah, sign up today and be ready for anything. So now, through March, our listeners get a free tactical knife when you sign up for your first battle box at trybattlebox.com slash MMA roasted. Yeah, that's trybattlebox.com slash MMA roasted. That's T-R-Y-B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X dot com MMA roasted. Check it out. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. They have a simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. Listen, Robinhood, they have so many advantages, okay? Like the Robinhood app, their cost, they have no commission fees. Other brokers just charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees and they don't keep all your profits, okay? Their design is easy to use. They have easy-to-understand charts and market data. You can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Yeah, you learn by doing, okay? You can learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks and track your favorite companies with personalized newsfeed. And you get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right time to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at MMA Roasted. Robinhood.com that's maroed.robinhood.com Hey is this Jared Brooks the monkey God Yes it is what's going on you're on the MA Roasted podcast it's me Adam Hunter. how you doing man What's up man? by the way, I'm uh, loving your rap battles. I had no idea how good of a rapper you were. Uh, you are right now in a, a major battle not only against Brian Kelleher but against Tyron Woodley. You're taking up every now you and Woodley are going out. What's going on with this? Talk to me.
2: Well oh, hey man. I wish Tyrone the best of luck. He's gonna need it against Kamaro. But um yeah, I just think that uh I'm a I'm the best rapper in MMA. Uh Justin and I Justin Scoggins, he's gonna be um recording with me here soon. We're gonna release some stuff. I don't know if I'm gonna do a diss on Tyrant. Um I'm kinda dissing people that I feel like uh that I can fight you know what I'm saying in the future I feel like that is uh, a a big key in where I'm at but yeah if Tyron wants the words I'll give him the words but as far as fighting Tyron holy shit
1: <laughs> okay yeah you don't want to fight Tyron but now what happened so you made a you came out first right with this rap battle you rapped you were good it was kind of just you, you you were freestyling or did you write the lyrics down
2: Okay, so um, actually Brian, he started um, he started just doing regular raps. Uh, Brian Keller, right? He did regular raps on his Twitter uh, handle, and I was like, and he said that he was the best rapper in MMA, and wow. I was just like, no, says I. And then Justin, he started rapping, and then Justin and Brian kind of got into the rap battle, and. I put my two cents in after that. But this has been in the talks for like the past month. But uh, I usually uh, write, but I can freestyle really well, too.
1: Now, have you ever rapped? Like, have you ever actually done an actual rap battle, like gone to one of those underground clubs? Or have you ever rapped professionally or been paid for your rapping? Or have you ever done a concert or anything?
2: Uh, You know, I'm not usually a battle rapper. I'm usually just about uh, making music and... uh, you know, making hip hop. Hip hop is different from you know rap, but I love I love battle rapping too, especially somebody that is a, a fighter and somebody I can dig dirt on. You know.
1: Now, where can people hear some? Do you, you have any songs out? Do you, can people hear any of your, your past your past songs or uh,
2: anything? Um, this is this is what I'm doing right now with it. Um, I kind of I, I kind of follow the footsteps of like uh, Roy Jones Jr. Uh, you know, he was a champion and then he released, uh, whatever stuff he was working on for the past years. Cause I mean, any rapper they've been rapping for years, you know what I'm saying? So, um, except for Tyron, <laughs> I don't know what was up with that, but, but no, but,
1: but Tyron, I mean, his first song was really good. Uh, I'll beat your ass. Yeah, I
2: liked his first song.
1: I mean, this was just him just doing a verse on someone else's song. Um and people didn 't seem to like it. I thought it was fine what what are people are people mad because I he's it was
2: hilarious
1: Are people mad because he was throwing dollar bills at strippers and he 's got he 's kind of a family man was that kind of what people were mad at, or what do you think was mad about? People were so mad about it
2: um I, one it 's just a bunch of haters. you know what i 'm saying like people people will hate even if you 're doing really good. you right. know what i 'm saying, so I can understand that platform but uh in the verse, he did say some stuff to where a father figure UFC champion, I personally wouldn't say in a rap to where you know, o- over a million people can see that. But right, I mean, at the same time, I- I'm not gonna hate on. I-, I just said straight ass on your stuff. I wasn't even commenting on his. I didn't think that he would even see it. But um, but yeah, he uh, <laughs> he responded to me and he said like your fight style, and I was like, oh shit.
1: Yeah. So now you and him are now in like a battle, and because he, he was like, "Who the I fuck?"
2: I would love, I would love to get in a rat battle with Tyron Woodley if he if he wasn't uh just a killer, bro. Yeah, well, he's a lot bigger. <laughs> if, than he did, if, if he doesn't, if he doesn't threaten to whoop my ass, I'll, <laughs>
1: well, he's also a lot I'll bigger. If you
2: guys are the same weight, I'll, I think... I'll dig dirt on Tyron and, and do everything possible. But I know Tyron personally, and he ain't one to fuck with. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: I know. Okay. Got it. All right. Got it. Now uh, let's talk about your fighting career. You got cut from the UFC. Complete bullshit. You, you, I mean, all your. You just won your last fight. That was a fucking. You did a great. The one fight you knocked yourself out. I mean, you and the other fight was a split decision, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so you really haven't. And then you. And then you also you were basically what three and two in the UFC. Four and two.
2: I was two and two. I um I lost I lost to Jose Torres and Davison Figueroa and um yeah that's what. <laughs> Here, one second, man. I'm sorry.
1: I think we lost him. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna call him back. All right, here we go. All right, we are calling the Monkey God. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, it's all good. It's all good. So you lost. To, uh, yeah,
2: I, I I lost to Figueroa and I lost to um, Torres, but I beat uh, Shelton and um, well, I forget his name, to be honest.
1: The last guy you beat but, was, uh, was, a, was a killer. Yeah. The Last guy you beat was a killer, and they were you. You beat him like everyone was. You were the underdog in the last one, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you and you, you look great in that. The Torres fight, I don't really count that as a loss, as much as I love Jose Torres you You were dominating that fight and you just knocked yourself out. you really i think only lost one <laughs> only lost one fight um and that even that was an argue you could win and then they cut you that what's why how did that happen
2: well um i I was hearing through the grapevine and stuff like that that they were gonna cut the division and stuff like that, and you know when I got cut, I was like, okay, well, you know, at least the rest of the flyweights are getting caught, you know, and we can go to another promotion or something like that. But at, at, in the end game, it kind of, uh, dude, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be in the UFC at 125 or 135 anyway. But, um, you know, fighting back is, is the, the biggest thing. And I got two fights in the next two months that I'm going to be doing real quick. And uh, I just got to, you know, climb back up and, and show my craft and, and hone my skills and show everybody that I am one of the best of the best in the world at any weight class.
1: You are. I mean, you absolutely are. I mean, you're, you were wrestling. You were like, what, a five-time state champion or something? It was kind of insane. A uh, four-time?
2: Yeah. I was, I was a three-timer, yeah.
1: Three-time state champion. Your jiu-jitsu, according to you, you'll beat any brown belt in the world in jiu-jitsu, uh, possibly black belt. In my weight in your weight. weight, okay, and and like your weight. Your striking is great, and then I saw you're you're fighting in some like uh like high school gym coming up. Like, what is this bullshit? Wh- wh- where where are you fighting?
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm fighting for TWC. It's called Total Warrior Combat. Um, it's uh, Pete Chung. He's really uh he's really interconnected with uh Uriah. Uriah brings his guys okay. that you know want to get in the UFC. It's pretty much a building kind of
1: uh, place. Okay. And who are you fighting?
2: I'm fighting Josh Robinson. Uh, he's he's fought a lot of UFC uh, veterans over the past years, but um, I'm going to go out, do short work, and show where I am in the sport. And, you know, I'll be in the UFC within the next half a year to year.
1: 1,000%. I mean, don't, don't overlook this guy, uh, obviously. We can't overlook him because we need the win. Oh, I'm not. Uh, we need the win. Um, uh, so now, but have you thought about going to like a Ryzen or um, some of these other promotions?
2: You know, um, I have had a lot of conversations about this with my manager and coaches and uh, stuff like that. When it comes down to one, uh, Ryzen is just like, you know, they're looking for some kickboxer kind of guys, which I have. Like totally rotated my style in fighting. I mean, I am a great wrestler and everything, but uh, my kickboxing skills have gotten you know right there with the best of the best in the world. so um hopefully you know I could get a call from, from Ryzen also, but one FC they don't want they don't want me at one fifteen because all their uh, their Asian promotions, they have you know their Filipino champions, they have you know that are making them money. So when they bring an American in there that talks trash and stuff like that, then they don't really like that. So I understand where they're coming from, but, I mean, I can adjust. I can do anything that anybody wants me to. I'm a mixed martial artist. so.
1: Right now, could I mean, could you make 115?
2: Oh, easily, man. I weigh, like, uh, probably 128 pounds, but I'm, <sighs> like, literally starting my uh, – my pretty much diet of getting bigger
1: (laughs) here. Wow. It's
2: so hard to gain weight.
1: Wow. That's crazy. I mean, because when I see you on TV, you look like you're like 180. I mean, not that you just just look very, you just look huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're all fucking jacked and shit. I can't believe you're 128 pounds. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, man. I don't cut weight at all to get to 125. That's why I feel like I'm uh, a big uh, dark horse in this division, man, because... All these guys are killing themselves and after three to four years you know it's either you're gonna have the new guy that is you know green in the sport or the old guy that's dead from cutting weight
1: right 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 speaking of which were you surprised at the TJ dillashaw Zahudo fight?
2: No I wasn't I saw uh, zahudo, he looked a lot more full he looked a lot more hungry for the title and um, I think if it happened again uh, I don't think it'd be a that quick of a knockout but I feel like Um, Dillashaw would get beat again at 125.
1: Wow. now what if they fought at 135?
2: That's a different story, man. Um, I think that TJ Dillashaw is a hell of an opponent at 135. But, um, you know, cutting cutting down to 125 and then going back to 135, you don't get your mass like uh, you usually do. So who knows?
1: Yeah, I was like, I mean, when he got pushed over – in that fight, like when Sudo just pushed him and he went flying, I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. Yeah. I was like, "That's that should not yeah. happen.
2: It, it, it made me realize a lot about what this sport is about. You know what I'm saying? He has a lot of, uh, Henry Zahudo has a lot of star power that hasn't been brought out yet. And um, I would be, I would like to be one of those people that brings it out of him.
1: Well, listen, man, you're on your way. I mean, you're, Honestly, like, like, I watch you fight. You're, you are one of the best in the world. It's just a matter of people realizing it. You just had a, the, the, the Torres was an unlucky break, um, but you're right there. And I don't know. I mean, the 125, I don't understand. I, I get it. 125 isn't a draw, but I think also having like uh, Demetrius Johnson as, as the poster boy, as great as he is, and I love him, but in this like attitude era of the UFC didn't help. Yeah. You know, it's like people want to that's see true, man. The, the the Conor McGregors or the John Joneses or the the Cormier's or even the Ben Askren. They want you to have a personality and that's just not Demetrius Johnson.
2: Yeah, I I feel like he he's somebody that, you know, belongs in one. He's a very respectful mixed martial artist, always, you know, hones his skills and doesn't overlook anybody. He's he's very smart and compelling, but if you don't put anything out on the line, nobody's gonna watch you. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my ego and everything else on the line so people will watch me. Just like Artem Leboff said, he said that it doesn't matter what his record is, he's still more successful than eighty percent of the UFC just because people watch his fights.
1: I know, which is crazy. But also but if he wasn't McGregor's best friend, nobody would watch his fights. True.
2: <laughs> I mean Arnold Luboff is a mean motherfucker
1: though bro. I would not fuck with Arnold LeBov on any day I mean, I'm I'm like any on my best day that guy's a fucking killer but he just happened to be McGregor's best friend and it just happened to be like that guy McGregor is such an enigma that his friends become celebrities in their own right. I mean if Dylan Dennis didn't, didn't That's true. If Dylan Dennis didn't become friends with McGregor people wouldn't know Dylan Dennis but his friends are almost like they're almost like it's like fucking he's like the joker and these are like the penguin and like the other guys the riddler you know it's like he has this fucking that's
2: awesome though this
1: <laughs> band of fucking idiots that's so cool uh who do you think wins cowboy or mcgregor if they fight
2: i uh, i think it it would be a, a nice win for cerrone um you know if he doesn't get caught with a with a pure left hand but uh, I think that Cerrone is just somebody that digs and digs, and he's a chopper, and he's better jiu-jitsu, um, better wrestling. I think that he could get Conor on the ground. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I will never, ever count Conor McGregor out because I did that earlier in his career. Yeah. And I learned that's a mistake to do.
1: Me too. I kept betting against him. until finally I'm like, he's going to beat Khabib, and then, of course, I ended up losing that bet.
2: I was just wondering. <laughs> Um, yeah, your boy, Justin. What are you talking about, bro? You're one of the best comedians out right now, son.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Well, I, you know, I, I, look, it's just, it's like you. I just got, I'm, I'm waiting for that, that major exposure, but that's the thing. It's like, you got to stay ready. You can't, you know, all of a sudden be ready when the, when like the spotlight comes on. You have to be ready already. You know, I, I've seen so many comics like, yeah, they get their shot, but it's too early or too late. They, 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 they're not in their peak. It's like I have to be every night doing comedy, getting better and better and better. So when the light finally shines on me, it's like holy fuck, where'd this guy come from? And like people like you will know that, yeah. but other people are like are gonna be like, oh, he was an overnight success. Yeah, twenty fucking years in the making, you know. But <laughs> yeah, that's just. Uh, Dude,
2: I feel you so much on there.
1: It's just the nature of the beast, but I mean, that's but I mean, you see that with sports all the time. I mean, you see the guys like a guy like Winky Wright in boxing, or or some of these guys that just they've been, even like Robbie Lawler. He just like but when he finally got his title shot, like the hardcore fans knew Robbie Lawler or Eddie Alvarez or yeah. some of these other guys like everyone knew who these guys were it's just like all of a sudden these new people are like holy fuck did you hear about this this fighter named uh you know whoever it is like and you're like yeah I, I of course I know who that is I've been following him for you know 15 20 years or or 7 8 years <laughs> at least." you know
2: and everybody thinks he's new
1: yeah everyone people are just like oh my god you know but but there are a lot there are a lot of guys out there there's a lot of guys out there that are just grinding like unfortunately Colby Covington was that guy that I thought was like, here's a guy that you want to watch before he started opening his mouth. And now all now, now people like the light got shine on him and for better or worse. But there was a guy that was like just an underground, just working his way through people, you know? Um yeah. And and there are there are a lot of guys out there like like doing that. You're like, oh shit, like if this guy like Amanda Nunez, like when I when I saw her fight, I'm like. This girl's gonna could be the champion, you know. When she was beating Sarah McMahon and girls like that, I'm like, and people were like, "Yeah, right." I'm like, "No, like, look at the way she's beating these people. She's not beating fucking schlubs. She's knocking out people in one round. Eventually, she got her fucking shot, and she's knocking out Cyborg. But
2: yeah, you know, I, and I, hey, I, I fucking love. I think, I I think tw- Amanda. I think Amanda needs to accredit me my uh, my wrestling skills to her because I was the American top team. Wrestling coach. Really? Uh, for the girls. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. She ain't, she ever got taken down.
1: You, wait, so you're the girls' American top team coach. Now you are still?
2: No, 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 not anymore. I left, uh, when Scoggins left. Ah, did you, but Amanda, hey, Amanda, nobody knew who Amanda was when I was working with her and her girlfriend and Tisha Torres and, uh, the rest of the girls, Carlina, every one of those girls, Wow! 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 Now, how
1: how good is uh, that other girl, the the Olympian in the uh, PFL?
2: Um, the you, Olympian,
1: uh, Kayla Harrison.
2: I have never worked with her or seen her, to be honest.
1: Uh, she's a two-time gold medalist. Uh, she's over at American Top Team, but she's she's bigger. She's one fifty-five. And oh, uh, and,
2: well, <laughs> that might be good for for amanda then so she might actually get that
1: credit yeah yeah well she is but she's actually but she's also um they're, they're doing a tournament a pfl tournament for the winner gets a million dollars but there's they can't find any girls to be in her weight class like how many girls do you know are 155
2: yeah i mean i if i were cyborg i'd be jumping on that i don't know she might be cyborg might be making more money than uh the ufc a million bucks really Dude, Cyborg is a big draw in Brazil.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. If Cyborg never got popped for those steroids back in the day, I feel like she would be so much more appreciated by
2: everybody. Um, you know, it's just the way she looks. You know, to your average girl, uh, girls are going to be pissed off because she looks like a dude. Yeah. And then the dudes are going to be pissed off because she looks more masculine than a man.
1: Well, it's funny. Like, people are always like, she looks like a dude. I'm like, uh, what dude is that? I fucking don't look like that. I'm a dude. I've never in my life come close yeah. to fucking looking like that. <laughs> she looks like, yeah. I mean. i have this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1,000%. One, one uh, now, what happened with Tank Scoggins, that last fight? That was the weirdest submission I've ever seen.
2: <sighs> Man, you know, Justin is just, he's literally one of the best mixed martial artists like I've ever worked with in my life and when he gets when he gets to the ground he he just doesn't work there enough dude he beats everybody up like it doesn't matter who it is in the gym it could be from 155 down and he is like literally beating the shit out of people but when he gets in the the fight he gets a little tired and a little winded and then he's on the ground shit happens man uh uh, I wish nothing but the best of luck to Justin, and you know, hopefully he can get signed back to the UFC also because he deserves to be there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny though. He was like, afterwards they were like, "What happened?" He goes, "I still have no idea." Uh Like he got that—that that was a crazy submission. He he got caught in. Yeah, TP submission, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen that actually work, and like I've seen it work on like like when I'm eating out chicks and stuff and they do that stuff just to like make me feel better. Uh, but I've never actually seen it work in a fight.
2: Hey, when I fought in Pancrase, those dudes over there will come up with the craziest submissions and they run it like it's their job. So when you go to Japan, you better be ready to either get heel hooked, triangled, everything. Yeah, Those guys are sneaky, man.
1: Uh, Who do you like this week? Kelvin Gastelum or, uh, Whitaker?
2: Um I'm a really big fan of uh Whitaker, man. He's just somebody that has been through the up and downs and just killed everybody in his way. The best of the best. But I mean Yoel Romero deserves deserves to fight Kelvin in my opinion.
1: Deserves to fight Kelvin?
2: I should I think that Kelvin and Joel should fight to fight Whitaker.
1: Oh, right, 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 right. First of all, you're all, I think that guy's like ninety years old. You never know with those Cubans how old they are. The, like they say that I think they
2: just Holy
1: Yeah. Fucking yelling gay Jesus. That guy he's such a because 'cause he's got he beat Kale Sanderson twice in wrestling. He never uses his wrestling. <laughs> like 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 he fights for literally forty five seconds for fifteen minutes and then he just kills people in that forty five seconds. Like He just, it's crazy. Um, But that, yeah, that Whitaker
2: fight was awesome. In Miami. Yeah. In Miami, we had this, um, we had this uh, place that we went to called Little Cuba where Ricardo Laborio used to take us, me, Justin, and Hector uh, Urbina. And it was Yoel Romero's place where his trainer was. And Yoel is one of the realest people, like he's the realest inside and outside of the octagon that I've seen. Like literally he chants Jesus inside. <laughs> the place that he's training at. Wow,
1: what was it like being teammates with Hector Lombard?
2: Oh well, um, the first time that we trained, we got into it because I took him down and he wasn't really fond of that.
1: you're 125 and, uh, pounds. That, he's like after one. After that,
2: I kind of, I kind of did this submissive puppy thing, like don't beat my ass, Hector. And then he's like, you're part of my team now. <laughs> And I was like, cool. <laughs> how, wait. I'll do whatever you want to do, Hector. <laughs> how
1: how did you manage to take Hector Lombard down?
2: Uh, just not using any uh, physical strength. <laughs> I just did a super duck on him. Uh, uh, it's something that you don't even have to touch the guy to yeah. get behind him. The, so the, I just used my speed and athleticism to get behind him. And uh, I think, yeah, he was a little mad, but I mean... Hector's my boy. At the end of the day, and I wish nothing but the best for Hector.
1: Yeah, me too. Wait, so you used the Bubba Jenkins Super Duck?
2: Oh yeah, it was better, than Bubba Jenkins Super Duck.
1: Wow, wow, that's a fucking claim right there. I mean, hey, he...
2: look up. Hey, if you want to see one of my Super Ducks, look up uh, Dapper Dan Dirty Super Duck.
1: Really? What? What you? You like? You like show what You did like in a fight or a match or? where is it
2: um it was actually uh i was on team usa versus team pennsylvania it's called the dapper dan classic and they take their best pennsylvania wrestler versus you know the number one ranked recruit in the nation which i was at the time and uh yeah they flow wrestling just hit like it was one of the nicest super ducks that they've seen
1: wouldn't pennsylvania be in the usa i don't understand that (laughs)
2: yeah i understand like it's just team usa like they're saying that pennsylvania is that good of a wrestling state wow to where they could take on the best the best who won the nation who who won oh usa oh good Easy. good
1: good 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 good
2: we got the number one ranked recruits in the nation
1: so were you and colby friends back at american top team <laughs>
2: me and colby yeah yeah, um, Col- Colby and I never really wrestled at all, and, uh, I didn't even, like, I didn't even think much of Colby when I was over there, to be honest. Uh, I overlooked him. And, uh, him and Jorge Masvidal, and they both just completely rose to uh, their talent, and they have done nothing but just kill it in the game. Was, uh, Mako your wrestling coach over there? Masvidal? No, Mako. Oh, no, 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 no. It was Tommy. Tommy Barzini.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Who, who do you like, by the he's, way? Uh,
2: he's. Go on. What did he say?
1: Uh, Tommy's what? What were you saying?
2: Uh, Tommy Barzini. He's uh, Robbie Lawler's uh, pretty much head coach now, but he was uh, Iran's Olympic wrestling coach for a while. Wow. And then he transferred over to American Top Team with when he was talking to Dan. But uh, yeah, that guy, that guy's a crazy good wrestling coach, and Mako is too. I went to a couple of uh, Mako's wrestling sessions.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was funny. Here's something funny: like I was when I, I was performing at Oklahoma State University back at like when they were all there. But I at that point I had not followed yeah. I hadn't followed college wrestling in years or. You know, I was just, like, I was doing comedy, and I, like, I offended the entire school. But the first show was, like, at a sorority house. It couldn't have went better. It was me and, like, 50 OSU sorority girls. And then they, afterwards, like, hey, we got you a second show. And it was, like, I was on, like, a table doing comedy while everyone's playing, like, poker, like, like fake card night. No one's looking at me. So I just called them, like, I'm, like, you guys are all losers. None of you guys are ever going to get laid in college. I, I was just doing anything I could to, like, try to make them laugh, which is not going well. Uh, yeah. So that night, I'm out by myself, like drinking by myself. That's how bad it went. I don't even, I never even drink. And I to, I look over. I see these guys with like massive cauliflower ears. So I'm like, "Oh, you guys wrestle?" Blah blah. blah. <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And then they like, they took me under their wing for the night. I told them I was a comic. It was this guy, Zach Esposito was the guy, right? And Zach, <laughs> yeah. and Zach's like, "Hey, we want to hang out in my trailer." I was like, "I thought it was, I thought he was joking, right?" And it really was like an actual trailer. Um, so it's me. Mako, Esposito, and like a couple other guys, right? And we're having the best time. Like these guys were just—they like the, the, Esposito was like a big Jim Norton fan, so I called Jim Norton for him, and he couldn't believe it. He was like, "Holy fuck, he, uh, Jim Norton mm-hmm. from Opie and Anthony and these guys." I mean, just the sweetest guys. Mako, we're talking about girls with me and Mako. So at the time, I watched like an ESPN thing, and I'm like, I, I watched this thing on ESPN Wrestling where. Some guy and his dad went to jail for like embezzlement. And he was the heavyweight, and I'm like, I think he went to Iowa, and it was like everyone just starts dying laughing because it was Mako. <laughs> he was like, like that's my dad." I'm like, "Oh fuck, sorry, man." Like, dude, they laugh for like, dude. Then, then there's a guy with like, then there's a guy at a bar. We meet, we meet this guy at a bar. He has no shirt on. He's double fisting beer beer bottles, drinking like a fucking psychopath. And you're like, that's our national champion, Johnny Hendricks. I'm, I'm like, that's the fucking national champion. I was like, holy fuck, yeah, it was those guys, crazy, right? I
2: used to call him Sully from Monsters Inc. Y-
1: yeah, I mean, like, I was, I couldn't believe it, but they were the nicest guys, just a fucking, just a sweet bunch of guys, man. Uh,
2: yeah. And that dude, that dude does some crazy ass throws too. Like, I have never seen somebody. I mean, he has a big ass body. Don't get me wrong, but somebody with that big of a body, do small man moves like he does.
1: Yeah, he's got these little little arms, but like he's just a, he's a complete badass, Mako. Uh, I like, the, yeah. So now I got to ask you because you know Dan Lambert pretty well. I, I never met Dan Lambert, but so he's managing Colby Covington, right? And it seems like for a while Colby's antics are working. You know, he's like the Trump guy, kind of took off where Chao left off. He's like, he's the Red State fighter you know, kind of says it like it is, talks all this shit. But now it took a turn for the worse, where he's like, I'm suing the UFC, Dana White has bitch tits, all this other shit. Is there any way that Lambert is, is telling him this is a good idea?
2: Um, You know, you got two two rich people fighting over a fighter. You know, that's, that's how I see it. I think that, that Dan is, Kind of pushing pushing the envelope a little bit with Colby, you know, saying that Colby should sue and stuff like that. That just doesn't it does, that doesn't make sense to me. But um, you know, getting money for Colby that is a, a big priority for Dan. So um, I think that that is uh, you know the biggest priority in Colby and Dan's part. And uh, Dana, it's you know trying to be as fair as possible, I guess.
1: Now, who do you think wins that fight, Colby or uh, Tyrone Woodley?
2: <clears throat> that is a very tough because they trained together. Um, I feel like Colby is a little bit more um, structural, but Tyrone Tyrone is just somebody that is athletic and can put you out at any time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just think like right. I I hate to say it, cause I like both guys a lot. I hate to give, if I had to get the advantage in cardio, I'd give it to Colby. But,
2: and yeah, cardio is definitely Colby for sure.
1: But everywhere else, I would say Tyron.
2: Yeah, Tyron's just a, a, a danger. Like, I mean, you know, I've fought some people that I've been like, oh, well, that's not how I thought it was going to be. You know, I didn't think he was going to be that tough, you know? And Tyron is one of those people where you have to be inside of the octagon with Tyron to be like, damn, okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I think but Colby has going for him is that he could possibly get Tyron so angry (laughs) that Tyron, like, gets gets tired by round three, like, exhausted, because he wants to knock him out so bad, you know? But that seems like a pretty obvious, you know...
2: Colby, Colby hasn't gotten a fair shake with the fans, man. I mean, he, he has sex some shit. Don't get me wrong. But that, but people don't understand that this is entertainment, bro. This is like, this is not. He's trying to change the game, you know? Y- yes, That's and, all he's trying to y- do. Yes, I, know, I agree. But I know Colby personally. Yeah,
1: right. He's, he's a nice guy. But he does have that, like, I remember Ben Askren telling me that, like, he was coaching at ASU, and one of the guys was wrestling Colby Covington in college, And in the middle of the wrestling, Uh in the middle of the wrestling match, Colby looked at Ben, goes, "You don't want none of this." He's like, "He's like, you're next," because he was winning the match. And Ben's like, "I'm the fucking, I'm the coach." Like, I'm like, I'm like, what? I've never like that. That's to
2: me. I was dying laughing when I heard that. But that's that's awesome though. That's some, that's something that you know people should be celebrating and not deeming you know.
1: But have I, you I, have you ever heard of a wrestler talking to the other person's coach like wanted, like in in college wrestling?
2: No, that's crazy to me. <laughs> I wouldn't challenge any coach in college wrestling.
1: Yeah, like, you can imagine like a wrestler going up to John Smith, like what, what motherfucker you want you want some of this you know or Kale uh, Sanderson. It's crazy, <laughs> yeah.
2: fucking crazy. Hey, hey, he, if he if he has a big head, he has a big head. But the thing is, Colby never wrestled me. He was always afraid. And you can, I'll, you can relay that onto Colby too, because him or Jorge Masvidal, they never wanted to wrestle me.
1: Really? Wow. Yep. And, and then, and like you, I was
2: pissed off too. I was like, I was like, you got Colby Covington, Oregon, you know, all American. I ain't get to wrestle him.
1: So you went up to him and you said, uh, hey, you want to wrestle? And he, he said no?
2: Yeah. Hey, man, who Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal said he didn't want any problems. He was being real with it.
1: Now, uh, now maybe in MMA wrestling, who do you think wins in MMA wrestling, Colby or Tyron? Like, they just had a strict wrestling match. Colby or who? Tyron Woodley. Straight wrestling. Oh, uh, a straight wrestling match? Colby. So maybe Colby, Colby does have the advantage in wrestling. I mean, it's just striking with, with, with Tyron. You're saying
2: like is striking compared to Tyron? No, I'm
1: saying like I'm trying, I'm trying to go over who has the advantage, you know? Like I said, cardio, Colby, uh, striking. Uh, I think maybe wrestling Colby, striking Tyron. Yeah. Striking Tyron. And then grappling. Who do you think wins grappling? Straight grappling.
2: Um, I would say Colby. Yeah, this fight. I gotta, maybe I gotta the go fight, With Laka. Colby over Tyron and grappling. But he, Tyron did take Damian Maya and, like, make his game minuscule.
1: Yeah. 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 But so did, so did Colby, though. So did Colby. Yeah, it's, that's a good fight. It's a good fight. Now, Usman versus Tyron. Who wins? Tyron versus Usman. What'd you say? Uh, Tyron versus Usman against Kamaro.
2: Dude, um. I got the pleasure to, um, to train with Kamaru, and that dude is a very gifted athlete. That dude is crazy athletic, um, you know, great wrestler. He's a two time national champion out of Nebraska, Kearney. I think that he, um, he could give Tyron some big problems in this fight, and a lot of people are sleeping over him.
1: Wow. So, you're picking, so, gun to your head, who do you pick?
2: I'm I'm, I'm going to go with the underdog and go with Usman on that, man.
1: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Did you see Usman's manager got Tyron uh, Ali got Tyron upset cuz he called him the P diddy. He called him Diddy <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh man, that's great. I, I, Ali is is somebody that um hasn't gotten a fair shake either, bro. I think that he has a lot of um <laughs> of past that he 's tried to put behind him, but i, I feel like right now as as the man he is he's he's a great guy, and he he looks out for his fighters um, besides other fighters he doesn't he only looks out for his fighters, which is his job
1: yeah i mean he does a good job for his fighters you definitely cannot deny can 't deny that i mean some of his uh his practices are a little strange but um
2: but yeah but like uh, by the way hey, nothing like, against Ty- nothing against tyrone either dude because like tyron has shown that he's a champion. So I got the monkey
1: god here. Uh, Where can people follow you? Where can people see you?
2: Yeah, man. Uh, You guys can go follow me on Instagram at the underscore monkey god. Same with Twitter. Uh, You can look me up at Jared Brooks on Facebook. And if you guys want to listen to me rap sometime, just uh, hit me with a DM. I'll send you a rap.
1: Okay, nice. And then, when's your next? Where can people watch your next fight?
2: Yeah, it's uh, March ninth in Lansing, Michigan, at uh, Total Warrior Combat against Josh Robinson at the um, Causeway Bay Hotel and Convention Center. If you guys are, are around the area, I would love to see if you guys need tickets. Let me
1: know. Nice, nice, nice. And, and is it going to be uh, streamed anywhere? Could I watch it on uh, on my, my computer or my TV?
2: Um, I'm going to have somebody go live for me in the event, so uh, anybody that wants to watch me, just follow me, and uh, you'll get to watch the fight. I love it. Well, thank you so much. You are the best. Hey, uh, one more thing, Adam. One more thing. Um, Two, uh, there's a guy on this card with me. His name is Chaos Williams. He's going to be fighting on the same card. Everybody check him out, too. Uh, he has videos on world star MMA globe that are over 500,000 views of him knocking people the fuck out. So watch out for him too. Wow.
1: Chaos Williams.
2: Yep. And you guys train together? Yeah, he's here right, right next to me. We were training right when you called me.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. Well, good luck to chaos. Williams. Love to get him on the podcast soon. Tell him, uh, give him uh, text me his information.
2: All right, man, sounds good. I appreciate it, Adam, and you guys have a great day.
1: Thanks a lot. Take care, brother. All right, brother. All right, that was Jair Brooks, the monkey god. Uh, Listen, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, If you want to see me live, I'll be at the Dime Bar every Tuesday night. Uh, I will be uh, at the South Point Casino uh, March 1st. That's the night before the big UFC event. So if you're going to go to that... um, Come see me. Uh, I'm at the Ice House Pastina tonight, if you hear this. Um, Tuesday, uh, February 12th, I'm at the Hollywood Hotel. What the fuck am I talking about? I'm at the Laugh Factory with Michael Blackson. Uh, And then Saturday, 16th, I'm at the Comedy Hideaway in Santa Barbara. Sunday, the 17th of February, I'm at the Wine Cellar in Apple Valley. March 1st at the Dirty at uh, South Point Casino. Um, And then I'm at the Black Box Theater in Boca Raton. April 12th, April 19th to the 20th. And also, I'm at the Long Beach, not Long Beach, I'm at the uh, Reno Laugh Factory, March 19th to the 24th. Sorry, I'm, the baby's trying to grab me and all kinds of stuff. All right. And then, uh, so yeah, that's where I'll be. Thank you guys so much. Uh, take care and enjoy your lives. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: a-